Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. What a round this was. Round 13, a shorter round to most rounds, but it still was jammed packed with some good football. Three out of four in the tips. I tipped the Roosters, but unfortunately that one didn't go my way. They nearly got it right at the end there through Sawali. Unfortunately, it wasn't to be. And here we are, me sitting three from four. Always one tip short. Always one tip short. Over the past two weeks, it has been the roosters that have let me down. In terms of NRL fantasy, we won't really talk about that one, mainly because it was a buy round for most of the players. Most people would have struggled this week. It was a buy for NRL fantasy players as well, so don't be too worried. If you didn't really fix your team up this week, it's all good. I made a few trades this week. I'm going to have to hold off on the trades for the next few weeks because I wouldn't have many left. My score is 406, which is half of what I got last week, which means that I'm going a little bit better, and it sets me in a pretty good record going into the next few weeks. 406. I'm pretty happy with that with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight players playing. I mean, that's pretty damn good. Eight players playing, 406 points. Considering how many players I had out, I think that is a pretty good score. Now, we go into the games. Game one was the Cowboys v. the Titans. I thought that the Titans did quite well in some stints, but the Cowboys, they really just got the hold of this game and really put the Titans to shame in this one. Feeling really sorry for Titans fans at the moment. They can't seem to grab a win at the moment. They're not looking at their best at all. I think we can all say that finals this year is going to be very different to finals last year. There are definitely going to be some reshuffles in this finals series. I thought it was pretty upsetting more so for the Titans that even a depleted Cowboys side beats the Titans. The only out the Titans did have was Tino for Sulamala Aoi. Dave Fafita is also out, obviously, with that leg injury, the MCL. Other than that, they pretty much had a full strength side, so no excuses, really. I think that a lot of people I talked to had the Cowboys losing this one, considering they had most of the spine out. I wouldn't say the spine, but they did have a lot of players out, more so than the Gold Coast Titans. They had a little less go forward in the forwards. The Titans, obviously, due to some players being out. I thought Isaac Liu was sensational in the forwards in the lock forward position. He was playing there for most of the game. He was definitely the best forward out there on the park for the Gold Coast Titans. Consistently looking for ball. Always involved in every set. He was unreal. The lock forward for the Gold Coast Titans. Isaac Liu, I think that he has been a pretty decent signing for them and has put in some really underrated performances. In this game, he played a total of 55 minutes. He ran for 130 five meters, 48 post-contact meters, one tackle break, 26 tackles with only one missed. I thought that was a really good knock there from Isaac Liu, and I definitely think he gave it a really good knock. Jaden Campbell as well was another shout. At the start of the week, or at the start of the round, I had him in the team of the week for the fullback. 132 metres, 24 post-contact metres, six tackle breaks, one line break, one offload. And that was all in 59 minutes. Obviously, he came off with a hamstring injury. But according to the NRL physio, he is only set to miss one week, which is a good thing for this Gold Coast Titans side. I think that they definitely need him going forward. He is a really adamant part of their attack. And I think that he has really developed in that side. And I can see him being there long term. 
I also feel like Corey Thompson is a bit underrated. Run for 153 meters and was just ripping and tearing every time he got the ball. Really, really good performance from him and a good knock from Corey Thompson. I almost feel like that if there was a few injuries in the back line for the Maroons, he'd definitely get a spot. I think he's definitely earned himself a place in that side. A really talented player, Corey Thompson. Very happy about my Toby Sexton pick, though. I tipped Toby Sexton to score, and he was the only one to go over the line for the Gold Coast Titans. For the Cowboys, it was Helam Lukey, Murray Taolonghi, Hamaso Tabiwai for Doe going over for two, Reese Robson and Peter Hickey. I thought Reese Robson out of dummy half for the Cowboys was sensational. He always puts in a good knock. And I think in terms of how hookers go, I think he's definitely one of the more underrated ones for sure. Now, the strange part about this one, looking back at the stats, the possession was quite even. It was 53% to the Cowboys. It was 47% to the Gold Coast Titans. Completion rates, it was 75% for the Gold Coast Titans, 77% for the Cowboys. So the stats are quite even, which is what I found really confusing. I think the Cowboys are really asserting themselves as a top side. Even if they can level with the completions and stuff like that, they are just an absolute powerhouse and really, really hard to defend. So really good knock by the Cowboys, 32-6 to after their loss last week to the Penrith Panthers. Obviously, the Penrith Panthers showing them who's boss, but I think they can come back and bite the Panthers in the next few rounds. You watch. I reckon that the Cowboys are really going to come back to bite them later on. Hungry for finals. I reckon that the Cowboys could definitely be a top side in this competition. The next game was the Panthers v the Bulldogs and a reserve grade Panthers side. And I'm not saying that lightly at all. I'm not saying that to diss the Panthers at all. But the reserve grade Panthers side managed to beat a nearly full strength, if not full strength, Bulldogs side. Now, Dylan Edwards, what a player. What a knock for him. 173 metres, 38 post-contact metres, three tackle breaks, one line break, five tackles, none miss. Doesn't miss a tackle, this Dylan Edwards. When they break the line, he is always there to clean up the mess, and he was heavily involved in this game, even getting himself a try in this one as well. Talon May, Isaac Targo, these two are really starting to assert themselves as real threats in this competition. These two are really dangerous whenever they have the balls in their hands. I thought they did really well. I thought Kurt Falls, a 25-year-old debutante, was really, really impressive. I thought he had a really good knock for them. Sean O'Sullivan as well, a really good performance from him. But Matt Burton in a losing side. He was pretty much adamant to their success. He pretty much put Josh Adokar's tries on a platter for him. No disrespect to Josh Adokar. There were two really good tries from him and great finishes from him. Josh Adokar, one of the best finishers in our game on the wing. And then Matt Burton's try, just hitting that hole like he always does with absolute perfection. Matt Burton also getting the goal kicking in order with three out of three goals kicked. Uh, And then Kurt Falls, four out of five. But his goal kicking was pretty on point as well. If you look it over at the stats here, the possession was 55% over to the Bulldogs. And then it was 45% over to the Panthers. The Bulldogs completed at 90%, 90% for the Bulldogs. And then 86% for the Panthers. 
So the Panthers actually completed at a lower rate and still managed to win this game. Matt Burton, I've, I, I can't fault his performance. He was sensational on the weekend. As I said, in a losing side, he really took that team around the park and it showed on the weekend. It showed. He was fantastic. One of my favorite players over in that Bulldogs kit for sure. At the start of the year, I actually had Matt Burton making the Origin squad and I was a little bit surprised that he didn't, to be honest. I know that a lot of my mates disagreed with me on that one, but I thought that his efforts in a losing team, a team that isn't going well at all in the moment. He is pretty much carrying that side around the park week in, week out, getting them the one or two tries that they get on the weekend. He got them three on the weekend, setting up two absolute bangers for Josh Carr, kicking in early, really creative on the weekend, and it makes Kyle Flanagan's job at seven quite easy, but I think those two really link up well as well, so... Really good signs from the Bulldogs. Really good signs. They can take away a lot of positives, a lot more positives than negatives from this performance, in my opinion. Really good performance, though, from the Panthers. Lower in the stats, but they managed to get the job done in a big way. And then also, just before I move on, I tipped both Josh Carr and Matt Burton to score a try. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure in the two try scorers that I picked for each team, I'm pretty sure that it was Matt Burton and it was... Uh, Josh Haddo Carr. So, pat on the back for Big Lizzy there. In our next game, the Manly Seagulls taking on the Warriors. The score was 44 to 12. You heard that right. You heard that right. 44 to 12 was the scoreline. Ruben Garrick pretty much had a blinder. I thought that there were some real positives out of Josh Shusher at six. I thought he looked really good there, really calm and collected, and also doing some pretty cool things with the football, like he always does week in, week out in the back row. But I think at six, it really frees him up to roam around the park and really get creative with the football. I thought that he looked really good on the weekend. Kieran Foran at seven, I thought, looked pretty good as well. This might sound really strange, but I think without Turbo in the Manly system, I think that it really allows Manly to pass the footy around a little bit, get the other guys involved. I find that with Turbo in the side for Manly, it's sort of just like getting the ball at some stage during the set and let him do his thing. Rather, with him out of the side... They're getting their other guys involved, some more talented, not not more talented than Turbo, but some talent in the side around them to get in and do some work as well. And it was a real group performance, a real group performance against the Warriors on the weekend. I thought they looked really, really calm and collected and also possessing a little X factor as well. As I said, Ruben Garrick just had a blinder, 225 meters, 72 post contact meters, three tackle breaks, one line break, one offload, five tackles and zero missed. I thought that Josh Shushta, again, had a pretty good game in the sixth roll like I thought he would. 75 metres, only seven post-contact metres, three tackle breaks, one line break, six tackles, zero missed. In terms of the playmaking department, I think that he did really well, but I think he's sort of just starting to get used to that sixth roll in first grade, starting to get used to Kieran Foran on his cusp. He'll have to get used to Daly Cherry Evans next season. I think you're getting some real positives out of Josh Shushta. I'm taking a lot of positives positives rather than negatives out of Schuster at six. I thought he did a really good job on the weekend. And then Kieran Foran as well, 316 kick meters. For me, he was just the veteran and the calm head in that side, which I really liked as well. In terms of the Warriors' performance, I thought they were good in stints, but it just looks like they can't really hold on to games at the moment. And it's really unfortunate. Sean Johnson's still not finding his feet for me. But we know he has a lot more potential. We know he has a lot more potential, and he stands up in the big moments as well. That's what I like about Sean Johnson. Don't really have too much to say about the Warriors, but 
I thought that Manly were really impressive and I'm really taking a lot of positives out of Manly's performance. And then you look at the last game, the game that was on today, the Roosters and the Raiders, 22-16, to 16, a really close game to finish off the week rather than the blowouts we've seen in previous games. Uh, but it was a really, really tight game. I thought that Joseph Tarpany, he has been doing some great work over the past few weeks, some great work. I'm a fan of the work of Joseph Depine, 209 metres, 97 post-contact metres, five tackle breaks, three offloads, 33 tackles with only three missed. He was sensational. Elliot Whitehead, what a knock from him. 42 tackles with only seven missed. And then Hudson Young as well, 42 tackles with two missed. Really big knocks. Adam Elliott, 37 tackles, three missed. Zach Wolford, the young fella, he had 32 tackles with one missed. I mean, really, really big efforts in the middle for the Canberra Raiders, and that is what has been getting them wins in games over the past few weeks. The middles, in my opinion, have really stood up over the past few weeks and are really giving it to these other sides. Really, really enjoyed this one from the Raiders and showing that even with a few players out, they can still get a gritty win, and I really liked this performance. I thought that Matt Frawley and Jamal Fogarty, I'm really liking this halves pairing, and... I know that Jack Whiten's going to come back into the side, and yes, he'll get the six, but I really did like this halves pairing. I thought that with all the halves pairings we've seen this year from Canberra, I thought that this one really clicked. I thought it was a really nice balance of both playmaking and structure and experience as well. I thought it was a really nice balance, and I thought that these two really clicked in the halves. Sharing out the kicking game as well, I liked. They both had around 260 kicking meters each, so it was really, really good. They were sharing the load there, but really nice balance and both have quite similar games in terms of their experience and and just some of the things that they do with the footy and I thought it was a really nice touch but a really really good win from Canberra to finish off the week the Roosters I thought played really well as well Joseph Manu running for nearly 300 meters it was 288 meters 90 post contact meters 14 tackle breaks one line break assist seven offloads seven offloads. What an effort there from Joseph Manu. And then after that, there was a really big game from the middles. COC Waitakiaho, 151 metres. Angus Crichton, 131 metres. Silatili Tupanua, who I thought was really impressive and probably one of the more impressive forwards in this game, 132 metres. And then Nat Butcher also 132 metres. And then you go over to the tackles. Angus Crichton, 34 tackles with no missed. COC Waitakiaho, 34 tackles with four missed. Silatili Tupanua, 27 tackles with three missed. Nat Butcher, 24 tackles, two missed. And then Fletcher Baker, 23 tackles, two missed. Drew Hutchinson, 28 tackles and three missed. You can't really fault the effort of the Roosters' side in this game. It was unbelievable to watch, and Canberra really lucky to get away with this win. As I said, Satili Tupanua nearly changed that at the end. He had a pretty awesome performance as well, 142 metres, 54 post-contact metres, two tackle breaks, four tackles, and zero missed. That is your review of round 13. Thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League in all rugby league experience. Really enjoyed this round. Can't wait for Origin on your Wednesday night. I'm going to do a preview of Origin, maybe with a special guest. We'll have to wait and see, but I will be doing a preview of Origin, which will come out soon. Thank you for choosing Big Lizzers League and all rugby league experience. Recommend this podcast to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Well,